What a podcast. We are ecstatic to announce that we've teamed up with our boy Todd Abrams and his company Icon Meals. There you go. Get air horn. Uh, in case you guys ain't knowing, uh, Icon Meals is a food prep service company that will ship directly to your door. Oh, man. They got some really good stuff. And now they're adding some keto stuff to their lineup. They got some salmon. They got some burgers. My favorite thing to eat is they just have like a they just have like a bacon cheeseburger. That's yeah. my favorite thing. Mm. I just throw that thing in the microwave for three or four minutes. You know, I, I try my best to have like my food always like ready to like cook and stuff. But mm-hmm. sometimes you just mess up. You forget to thaw something out or whatever. These hang out in my freezer. They're ready to rock, and it just takes about four minutes, throw them in the microwave, and they're ready to go. Yeah, especially if you're super busy. Like, I have a ton of clients that are super busy. They work in an office all day. Yeah, they try to cook, but it's not always feasible because of kids, et cetera. So Icon Meals and, like, these meal prep companies are something that I always suggest because the meals, first off, especially from Icon, taste amazing. You can warm it up real quick, and it's just great for on the go. The other thing I like is the family aspect of it. When I order from them and have ordered in the past – you know, I'll get my kids. They have like a brisket quesadilla. They got a bunch of stuff. It's kind of hard to trick your kids into like eating things that are healthy, but there's a lot more protein in most of the stuff that they have. And even like the peanut butter and jelly, I think it has like 41 grams of protein or something <laughs> crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys need to head over to iconmeals.com right now, create your own custom meal plan or order off of the weekly meals at checkout. Enter promo code power project for 10% off your entire order. You know, we're seeing a lot of people jumping on the carnivore diet. Lately, but I think for some people, sometimes that's too hard, Mm. you know, and that's not where I started with my diet. And so when I think back, I'm like, man, how does, how could someone get started? And I'm getting a lot of questions like, man, that seems really hard to only eat meat. Yeah. And I think a great place to start is with a keto style diet. Um, The keto diet allows you for some more options. You get to kind of open up the playbook. It's okay if you have some veggies here and there. It's okay if you, um, you can even have some treats here and there, which are really, really wonderful. And I don't know if you guys tried the birthday cake, um, perfect keto bar yet, but holy crap, they sent me some of those bad boys and I think they're gone, unfortunately, but yeah. those are delicious. But I think keto is a great place for people to start because sometimes being so locked into a carnivore diet can be really difficult. Now we just got more options on a keto diet. And another way for you guys to get started is a cool little survival kit that we have from Perfect Keto. Okay, so we got four different items, four of my favorites. We first have the MCT oil powder, that powder that you add to your coffee every morning. The salted caramel flavor I heard is actually amazing, but Mark here took it. So you can get the MCT oil powder. And then we have the instant keto coffee, which you can just, it's an instant coffee that you can just have directly with water. And then we have something wonderful the keto nootropic if you want to get into zone mode or zen mode right and be able to focus while you're working the keto nootropic (laughs) is absolutely amazing andrew had some cool points about it that it's a fat soluble which is why it works so well yeah because they're the perfect keto nootropic actually adds fat in so you don't have to add in of any of your own and Mm. that makes it so that way your body can actually absorb the nootropic it also has actual key ketones in it right bhb in it yep pretty dope yeah yeah that's why it works so well and then lastly one of my favorites, the keto electrolytes. So especially when days that I'm low carb or no carb, I got to get some electrolytes before I do a lot of jujitsu because I'm sweating. And those electrolytes are awesome. I love them. Stops me from cramping and get all my electrolytes. I in. honestly think it was an unfair advantage that you might have had in your last jujitsu match, but I don't want to, you know, don't want to speculate. Controversy. <laughs> Let's be careful there. But you guys, yeah. Yeah. You guys got to head over to perfectketo.com slash power project at checkout. Use promo code Power Project Bundle for twenty five dollars off your order of a hundred dollars or more, or use Power Project Ten for ten dollars off any order of forty dollars or more. It's a little cold. It's a little cold. Not hella cold. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, you were in a little jacket jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a long sleeve shirt under. Mm-hmm. Okay, good for you. Mm-hmm. All right, so today we're going to talk about your feelings. Let's do it. Feelings? All right, and see me go first. And then Andrew, don't say anything. I won't say anything yet. Okay. <laughs> well, um, you know, what tends to happen each night? When I'm on my own, is Uh-oh. I cry. This is gonna get weird. But I do cry, yeah, and it hurts, <laughs> and I don't feel the best. Thank you, sir. Oh, cool. Mm. Hello, phone, Ryan. Phone phone <laughs> delivery. Ryan Soper. I get a little bit insecure about my mustache not connecting to it's, my beard. It's connected. It's getting better, but it's not. It's not a full connection. Oh, I didn't know this was like a problem. Yeah, it really does hurt sometimes. Mm. Um, Bad Wi-Fi connection. Mm. So. There's a few things. Anyway, that's not really the way I was talking about. Oh, okay then. Well, thanks. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I just want to clear up some like misconceptions that people may have. Um, everything is the, everything, everything that is said and everything that's done is just an interpretation of, uh, your own mind. And how you interpret things. So, um, it's a hell of a rabbit hole to go down because some things are, you know, some some things are a little different than others. Like if you put me in an arm bar, <laughs> like it's going to hurt, right? But we also know that some people can be put in an arm bar and they won't tap from it. You know, there's some like some of the Gracie guys, like they just don't, you know, they just will not tap from it. And maybe their joints are whatever, and they can you know, handle more or whatever, but we're not going to talk too much about like the physical side of things. Cause that's a little bit more complicated, but from the mental side of things, no, no one can, no one can really actually make you feel anything, especially when it comes to saying something. It's, it's a misinterpretation of what's actually going on. What's actually going on is you said something to me that triggered me, that got me upset, that made me emotional. Maybe it hurt my feelings. Maybe it made me mad. Um, but it's, it's, it's not what you said that made me that way. It's my interpretation of it. So what you said goes, you know, in my ear and goes into my brain and goes into, um, it goes through a process. It goes through a filtering system of like, Hey, do I agree with this? Hey, that doesn't sound right. Why did he call me dumb? Why did he call me this? Why did he call me that? I have a previous history of being called dumb. I have, I have, you know, he, he knows that. Why would he say that? That's, you know, frustrating. He knows that that makes me mad. He knows that I was in special classes. Like he, he knows these things. Right. But if I am to interpret it in a different way and say, maybe something more like, oh, he doesn't really know me on that level. It's okay. Like if we didn't know each other that well, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a, not a big deal. Uh, or, um, maybe even just, maybe even just finding it to be kind of funny. Like, even if you do know me the way that you know me now, um, and just thinking like, just shrugging it off and being like, oh, that's interesting that he thinks that. Um, I don't feel that way. I feel that I, you know, because you can determine how you feel, right? Mm. This can get to be really complicated because you can care so much about certain people and you can rely so much on your emotions that it's hard to even think straight. In the case of like, uh, you know, being with somebody, in the case of like loving somebody, it can get to be really complicated because if they say something that hurts you, then... <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like for me as a dude, I get like really quiet. You know, if my wife hurts my feelings, which can happen, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're in a relationship. I'm sure I've hurt her feelings or pissed her off or b- 
both or you know many combinations of that kind of stuff right um but i think i think it's helpful to recognize that i mean first of all it's it's very rare for someone to actually want to hurt your feelings it, it's it's pretty rare i mean occasionally somebody may uh they may be a hater you know maybe somebody on the internet saying something like just foul right Normally, those people are people that don't know you at all. Um, if you are in a fight with somebody, like an argument, let's say, well, it, it's it's not it's not a healthy practice to be cut chopping each other down. So, like in my opinion, there's not really a lot of wiggle room to tolerate anything like that in my life. Like, I don't have anybody in my life that I would be fighting with in that way. I would never be with somebody that I would feel like I have to insult them more than they insulted me and, and so on. Like I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, occasionally you may have someone who's abusive. Like it might be a family member. You might, you might have a parent or something that, you know, tells you you're never going to amount to anything, tells you this, tells you that. But as we've seen with many people in the past, that doesn't necessarily equate to your own levels of success and what you determine for yourself. Because we've seen so many people say, hey, how'd you become successful? Well, my dad told me I was going to be a piece of shit my whole life. And I said, fuck that. And I interpreted it differently. I didn't get down to the dumps. I didn't become a drug addict, which some people do, right? Some people interpret that as there is no way out for me. I am a loser. I come from a history of losers. And I'm going to continue down this path, which none of that is true. Um, it's just your It's just your interpretation of it. And so... It's stuff I've been learning more recently and stuff I've been thinking about a lot. And um, really what I, what, I think, what I think is going on is that what, what, we need, what we need is we need more knowledge. So the more knowledge that you have, the easier it is to make sense of things. Some of the smartest people that I know, a lot of the smarter people that I know, mm-hmm. are fairly calm. They're fairly chill. They're not going to like overly freak out about one thing or another or be overly emotional because they're understanding that emotion has nothing to, has really very little to do or nothing to do with facts. It has nothing to do with, um, it has nothing to do with performance. It doesn't enhance anything. Um, how does it enhance me to be sad that I wasn't able to make my mortgage payment this month? Like how, how did that assist? It, it, it could assist in being rational because you could say, hey, that's the second time that happened. That didn't make me feel very good. I'm going to go get a second job. Well, now you just actually made yourself happy because all happiness comes from something called problem solving. So I think that the more knowledge that we have, the more problems we're able to solve, the the less likely we are to give a flying fuck about what people say and about what they're doing. But without that understanding, then it's very easy to see even something as simple as a text message or see something as simple as a Instagram post and be like, fuck that. Right? It's it's easy to get like triggered by these things. What do you guys think of some of that? I've never heard anybody say uh, problem solving like will lead to happiness. And that makes mm-hmm. a shit ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I, only way to solve a problem is to have knowledge. Yeah. That's why we seek it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me personally, like I, I've talked to Mark about like my finances and stuff and like um, 
not not necessarily like a hole I'm in or anything like that, but just like some stuff that I, I kind of let get out of very control. Very common things that many, many people have. I've had the same issues you've had. That's why I'm able to help you with it. Yeah. And then so by like getting my shit together and problem solving, I'm realizing that like, dude, I am way less stressed out. Like I am smiling way more. The sun keeps coming out every single day. Sun's a little brighter. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> right? just like... When you said that, dude, I don't know if you know, my eyes fucking lit up because I'm like, oh my gosh, like that makes so much sense because I'm living it, you know, that's, that's huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, the, the thing you mentioned about, I guess, letting people's words get to you. Um, it's always the people that are, it, it is the people that are closest to you that can have the, the biggest effect on you. Oh, I found yeah. that like maybe in the past or like when I was younger, the opinions that people outside of my circle would have on me would matter a bit, but I don't know when it stopped mattering to me much in terms of the people outside of the close knit group of Mm. people that know me well. Now, like I don't really give a fuck about any of that, but when the people close to me say certain things, if, if uh, one of my best friends or my girlfriend says something that can, that can ping you know what I mean? And it's hard for that not to ping because the reason why that hurts so much sometimes is because those people know who you are. They know what you're about. And if they can still say certain things that can make you feel that way, God dang. Like that, that's one thing that it's still, I'm just like, ah, and it's super easy to forget, right? Like, it, right. Yeah. And I think, you think about that forever. And yeah. I don't, but I don't think it's out of balance to ever tell somebody, like, I, I can't imagine there's like two things that could happen. You know, like one is you go and you tell somebody, you say, Hey, what you said the other day, I don't know if you realize this, but like, it really, like I've been hurting inside. Like I, I hate to even admit it, but I've been hurting inside for like the last five days. Like it, it, it hurt me. I'm not even sure why it hurt me so bad, but I didn't appreciate it. I didn't Mm -hmm. like it. And then you can say, look, you know what? If that continues, like I'm going to have a lot less inner, it could be like your mom. You know, mm. it could be somebody in your family say, I'm going to have a lot less interaction with you because I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm trying to work out more positive stuff in my life. And that's not, that's not helpful to me. Mm. Uh, you know, what you said the other day about, you know, me, uh, need, needing to be a better dad, that, that hurt a lot because I'm trying, I'm trying, like I'm working on it. You know, I'm working hard. Um, and maybe they called something att- attention to something that like maybe needed to be said because sometimes, uh, the people that are close to you will do you a nice favor and tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey man, you ain't around. Like you're not around for your family or you're not, you know, it's cool that you're doing all this jujitsu, but like, you're not hanging out with your girlfriend enough, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and you might be like, Oh man, that does sting. And it might make you mad. But again, if you send it through the grinder, you send it through your <laughs> head there and you, you send it through, you work through it and you think about it, then you can start to make some sense of it and you can do, uh, what only human beings can do, and you can try to rationalize it. Mm-hmm. What, I don't think any other animal can do. <laughs> what What do you do, like, to try to process stuff like that? When something is said, like, what do you, like, Mark, what do you actually do? Like, go for a walk, you sleep on it, you know, you hear about people saying, like, time will cure, like, all mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know, so I was just... Yeah, you know, time time can help. Mm-hmm. Um, some people say sleep on it, but it's kind of hard to sleep on it. It's very hard to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh, it's very difficult. I've heard of some people saying like, and this is like kind of more of a modern thing, I guess. But like, um, let's say let's say it's a let's say it's a text, or let's say it's an email, or let's say it's a um, uh, 
an Instagram thing, right? Well, I think you could write it into your notes section of your phone and then you could try to wait and see if that, like, will it still make sense if you think about it more? It still makes sense to send that email over to somebody. Will it still make sense to comment back uh, about what somebody said? I know that people are listening to this now and like, Mark, it's triggered all the time. <laughs> this this is just stuff that I have learned more recently, like recently, recently. And so um, these are going to be things that I uh, that I work on. But, you know, it's it's hard to understand too. It's hard to understand that like firing back won't really have the effect that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um I saw like Justin Bieber the other day, they were talking about how he's having a hard time with this, having a hard time with that. And they strung together all these videos of him like lashing out. And it's like, well, the guy, you know, not to make excuses for him, but he's been, you know, famous since he's been like a little kid. And I I have no idea what that would be like. Uh, But they show him like lashing out against media. Somebody's calling him a punk as he's going to his car. I would imagine, you know, he's very frustrated from all the travel all the performances, given everything he's got on stage, that one guy shouting that one thing to him is making him react in a way that he thinks that that guy is representing everybody and everyone's feelings saying, you're not doing a good job as a performer. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily true. And I think I have misinterpreted sometimes uh, when people say something on YouTube or sometimes somebody says something on Instagram of like, this means I'm doing a bad job. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't because if I feel good about what I'm doing and I feel that what I'm doing is productive and I enjoy it, I have interest in it, even if I just have interest in it and it goes nowhere, yeah, even if it has zero views, uh, if I feel it's productive and I'm into it, then it's, then it's productive. It, then it's so, right? Because that's the way that I think and it's making me feel good. I shouldn't need anything else on top of that. There's nothing external that should be able to uh, – I know that it does shift your mood, but it shouldn't be able to shift your mood because it doesn't actually shift your mood. It doesn't actually make you feel any kind of way. It's just – there's a lot of emotions that maybe get uh, confused. And I think you know, when it comes to like more positive emotions like feeling good or, or, um, or feeling like loved and those kinds of things, I think that those are things you probably need to think less about because – it feels good to have those things and there's not really a lot of negatives with those. Mm -hmm. However, none of those will fill in the gaps for you either. So if you, let's say you're a little bit of a wreck of a person, let's say that you are, um, and by wreck, I just mean like you're, you're very emotional. You can be moved up and have these crazy highs and you can have these crazy lows. Mm -hmm. Well, now you meet somebody else and you're, you're, you're riding this high and you're staying above average for yourself um, more regularly, right? Yeah. Now let's just say that person's not there anymore. You broke up, something happened, whatever. Now where do you swing to? So even relying on – you can't really rely on anyone else. You have to be able to rely solely on yourself. And the only way that you're going to – you know, this self-love kind of movement – the only way you're going to feel good about yourself is to have the knowledge to solve the problems for yourself in the first place. Cause the problems are the things that are kind of dragging you down. Mm. Yeah, no, there's a lot. Let me, let me ask this actually, cause Andrew was uh, asking you like how you process things. But um, first off, what got you so interested into this, in this train of thought? Because for the amount of time that I've known you, you've always been like, honestly, just like a 
kind of mm-hmm. calm person. Right. Okay. But what got you thinking deeper into this? And I guess what have you, what kind of resources have you been looking into since this is going to be kind of short, where can people start in terms of looking up some of these ideas? It's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> okay. Um, for, you know, for, um, for myself, I was trying to think about the way I used to be when I was younger. When I was young, when I was a kid, um, it was really, really rare for me to care about anything. I mean, um, I think my parents didn't like ever know what I was going to do because I was I was quiet. I was super quiet. Um, I loved like football. I loved a couple things, but like I didn't. I didn't have a lot of emotion, you know, when I did well in football, if I scored a touchdown or something like I didn't, I didn't spike the ball, like hand the ball with the ref. Like, this is like my job. Like I'm supposed to score. I'm on the offense. I'm a tight end. I caught it, you know, cool. Flip the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, we won the game, you know, not, uh, it didn't, didn't matter. We're supposed to win the game, you know, but sometimes some things would happen where maybe we lost the game, as I mentioned before, like losing our playoff game. Uh, and, and I would be more reactionary to that. And I was like, well, like that's not healthy. And then over the, over the course of time, uh, I, over a period of time, I somewhere along the lines, I messed up because I became an adult and I had like responsibilities and I allowed those responsibilities to, um, allow me to waver from the way that I originally was. You know, I remember as a kid, my football coach was really like emotional. And I always thought about how dumb it was. And then I, I would see my, my own brother like punch his hand through like a wall or something. He's very reactionary, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, is kind of cool in some ways because, you know, you, you just like blow off steam, right? Well, if you never do that, then you're kind of holding everything in, kind of trapping everything in. But... There's another way to handle it. You can handle it all internally through your brain and you can make more sense of it and you can be more calm about it to where you're just like, you just think about the situation not necessarily as bad and not necessarily as good, but it's just the way that it is. And then you can interpret and you can place values on those things and think about where those things sit, you know, in, in your life, how those things matter to you the most. So my football coach, like throwing his clipboard, I remember like, um, we had like th- about three guys on a team that were good. You know, like we, I think most high school teams are like this. They, they have a football team and they got a, only a couple of football players. I was a football player. I was like one of the guys that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so I can get away with more. My coach, you know, threw his clipboard <laughs> and uh, it was during a game. And I just looked at him like, coach, I'm like, now you got to pick up your clipboard. <laughs> you don't know, you know, you don't know where your papers went, you know, like, I'm like, look at you, you know, and I, I was kind of making fun of him. He's like, Bell, he's like, get out of my face, you know. <laughs> but what I recognized, uh, you know, as I've gotten older is that even though I don't ever react like that, like you guys would never see uh, an explosion like that, I think I re- might react in my head like that. Mm. I think I might be throwing a clipboard in my head. And so more recently, I've been like trying to look into that and trying to figure out why. Um, I'm a big proponent of trying to uh, stop the bleeding of stuff, you know, almost before I get cut, you know, like almost anticipating getting, you know, getting cut and then saying like, okay, what do I have around me that could, that could stop the bleeding? Uh, I don't have any, like, I don't have like a mental issue. I don't have 
it's not like um it's it's not like I found God or, or anything crazy like that, but I just have recognized certain traits and certain things where I'm like this isn't great and it this could be a lot better. And if I start to look into this more, um I think I can serve myself better. So now I'm trying to think of like how does this serve me better? And if it doesn't serve me better, I don't really want anything to do with it. I want to just keep continue continuing uh, to try to gain more knowledge so I can solve more problems for myself so I can be uh, like more at peace. And, you know, the, the weight of having a, a multi-million dollar business and some of these things, um, it, it, again, it's all interpretation. Like it could matter a lot and it could freak me out and it could make me scared um, or it could just be fun. You know, and Mm -hmm. I I choose, I choose to have it just be fun. I choose for it to be. And so I want it to continue that way. I want to keep it that way. I Mm -hmm. want to, and to kind of answer, you know, Andrew's questions about like, how do you, you know, internalize it? You put it through the process. You, you, you ask yourself, uh, what response helps the most? Like what response serves me the most? Um, if Andrew's, you know, if Andrew says, Hey, you know, uh, how was my workout today if we worked out together? And if I said, you looked like shit. Now, if I'm totally kidding, if I'm totally kidding and I smile and I laugh and we, you know, that's yeah. within the context of, hey, we're just joking around. We're buds or whatever, right? Um, but I can also even just think of something so small like that. How does this serve me, you know, as a mentor, as a leader? How does this serve me? How is this going to serve him? How is this going to make him feel? If I make him feel good. That's going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And if I think about the workout and I'm like, shit, man, well, you did like the last time we worked out together, he did really well on squats. Like shit, man, you were blowing up those squats. And I think it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Fucking did awesome. Right. Yeah. Now he feels good. I feel good. You know, so those are just, I've been thinking about a lot of these things. And when I say it's complicated, it's like, um, some of it, some of the stuff I've been listening to is like, you know, people that are, um, uh, studying like um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that was on Joe Rogan recently, but um, some of it, some of it has been like from like physics and stuff like that and mm. epistemology and like you can try to look up some of this stuff, mm. but it's it's a dark hole. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard. But when when the time's right, I'll give you guys more information on maybe specifics of, of where you can look because I'm still learning about it, so I don't mm-hmm. want to like say hey like you know I, I don't know the uh, best uh, trusted resource sources, but if you are a true nerd, you will know this name. The guy's name is David Deutsch, and uh, if you can stomach listening to any of what he's what he says, <laughs> um, there, he has some uh, outstanding principles. But it's it's even the principles of like knowledge and and why we try to acquire knowledge and mm-hmm. like where knowledge even comes from and how we even know something. Like it's weird because then you, how do you know that it's raining outside? Like, do you need to stand outside to get and get wet to know that it's raining outside? Like you hear it, right? But then <laughs> you could be interpreting it the wrong way, yeah, right? Yeah. There's so it's a it's a dark hole, but it it's been uh, useful for me. Do you okay. think? Because um, you said you, that you kind of forgot and you started getting responsibilities and stuff. Do you think you can have like an adult can have like a childlike mindset? as far as like, um, you know, just how kids think, right? Can someone have that, like tap into that mindset and still be able to progress and be like a successful, you know, in their opinion, a successful person? I think so. I think it can be a lot of fun too. Like a kid, 
a kid could have fun with our light switch, right? Like <laughs> if he can reach the light switch, like for the first time, he's like, boop, boop, boop. He's turning it on, turning it off, turning it on, turning it off. He's like, oh my God, I can control the lights in the room. This is crazy, right? And maybe he like even through some of that process learns about electricity or maybe he sticks a fork in the <laughs> <laughs> in the socket and really gets a learning lesson and gets yeah. launched across the room. You know? Yeah. I put my tongue on an outlet when I was a kid. Oh, Not man. an outlet, but like a plug thing. I yeah. shocked myself. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I, yeah. Re- I remember I, I, for, I don't know what the hell I was doing, but I had like a phone cord or something and it split into two and I just happened to be like, oh, well, what happened? And like it exploded bloated it was not good i think uh (laughs) yeah you can you can kind of live your life like a kid a little bit and i think that Mm -hmm. you should i think that you should um you know be exploring things but with an adult mind you know and Seema, you were mentioning interpreting things certain ways when you were younger but you're also still very young Mm. and i think that men like i think their brain isn't even fully developed till like 25 yeah so there's like um and like even like uh if i think about like watching certain movies and stuff with my kids my kids aren't going to like cry from like watching a movie the only way they would cry is maybe if they got scared or something i mean mm-hmm. when they were younger i guess but um they're not really going to cry cuz they don't have that uh emotion mm-hmm. you know i forget what some of the stuff's called but they just they don't have that part of the brain to be empathetic in that way they might be able to be like oh my god like i i understand how that because it could be a kid in the movie or something that's getting abused or something. They could say, I understand how, I, like, man, that, that, that's got to really hurt, but it won't make them cry. Like it would make us cry. Mm. Cause we're like, man, how horrible to have, to see that done to a child. And, and you get like, you're like into it. Right. Um, and my kids, like they'll laugh, you know, at me or Andy, like if we cry during a movie or something mm-hmm. like that, it's, it's usually Andy, but they're, they're always like, you know teasing her and she laughed during like or she cried during like ice age or something and they thought it was a crazy <laughs> they thought it was the craziest thing they've ever seen yeah jasmine always crushes us whatever this is like oh, these damn onions i've got to stop cutting them and then she's just like again i was like it's not me you know what i'm curious about because I, I know we don't have much time left but like for like your coach right uh he's gone through life i guess with that type of a reacting when he's angry or something like right. that right like if I, because I was thinking, like, what's the problem? Because I, I try not to be reactionary when, especially the people close in my life, tell me certain things that may hurt me. I try not to react. I try to, like, the, the first thing is, like, okay, don't react to it. Just think about it. Separate yourself and wonder, like, ask yourself, why are you angry that they said that? Or why are you feeling really down that they said that? And then it could be, oh, because it's actually fucking true. And now you realize mm-hmm. it's true about yourself and you need to change that, right? But for a person that is inherently like they do react or they they do feel very angry over things and they they that's what they do how can that like it's it get like there's no way we can answer this question right now but there's probably listeners like thinking but that's just what i do i'm an emotional person like what is their process for i guess not not dealing with things with that emotion so much like the one thing that I've been told in the past was that I'm very cold. I've been told by people close to me that I'm cold. But the thing is, is like, I don't necessarily think I'm cold. I just think that I don't let my emotions rule what I do in certain mm-hmm. situations. It's not that I'm cold. I feel everything. Mm-hmm. But I just try not to, uh, I try not to lose myself in the way that I feel. Mm-hmm. Right. So how can, I guess, people find a, especially very emotional individuals, 
what what's the process that they need to do? You need therapy or what? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's too much here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, I, it's I, a lot. I think that it almost kind of play like uh, a little bit of like the victim mentality. Because, like, I've heard people say, like, oh, I just speak my mind and I'm not going to apologize for it. Yep. I've and then I also have heard, like, oh, I have anger issues. Sorry. Like, like, hold on. Like, because you speak your mind and you, quote, have anger issues doesn't give you a free pass to just be, like, crazy when something ha- – like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, before I forget uh, – you are cold because you asked me to turn the heater up right now. So. <laughs> I'm actually very cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, like, when it comes to that stuff, I think that, it, again, like, what, what serves you the best, you know, to be, let's say, uh, let's say you have a kid and they cuss at you or something, right? Mm. And it makes you super frustrated. Hey, you know, Jasmine, you're not supposed to talk that way. Hey, Quinn, you're not supposed to talk. Like, mm. what, you know. Or there's other ways of reacting to it and just like letting it happen. Let them storm off into the room, give it a few minutes. You know, maybe you're kind of in shock, you know, maybe you're like, wow, like that is completely out of character. Um, does it do any good for you to like, this is, this is a, uh, this is a great opportunity, a great education opportunity to teach your child, um, you could say, hey, you know, uh, so you can give it a minute so that you're not mad because mm. um, you might re- overreact to that. Um, but you could you could give it a minute and say, hey, I want you to come out of your room. I want, I'd love to talk to you about this. You talk to him about it and you say, um, I'm sorry if you have ever learned that from me, exploding like that and being frustrated because I said you can't go to your friend's house. Um, but that's not, that's not a, a great way to get what you want. It's not productive. It doesn't help anything. Mm-hmm. It just makes you mad. It upsets me. I'm upset that you're upset. Like, let's figure out, okay, uh, you can't go over your friend's house tonight because it's eight 30 at night and you have school tomorrow. You could still, we could still work towards you getting what you want. I think a lot of times, you know, a lot of times people are trying to like work towards something that they want or, or trying to, um, you know, get something out of a particular situation. And so that's why they're reacting a certain way. And I think if you were to explain, or if the people listening that might be reactionary, if they could better understand that, like they may not get their way from, it's not that productive to do that. Right. And it takes a lot of energy too. And I think when we think about the people that ask us about like motivation, how do you stay motivated? Well, it's easy to be motivated when you're very even keel most of the time. Yeah. Because like, hey, like, I'm just got to go to the gym. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm getting ready for the gym. Why? I go to the gym every day. Yeah. You love going to the gym? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you love going to jujitsu? Yep. Why do you Why do you love jujitsu so much? Uh, well, I have a goal, and um, if it works out, I'm going to be a world champion someday. You You really want to be a world champion? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and how do you, how do you react when you lose? It's like, oh, it just shows me that I probably need to get on the mat a little bit more. You know, if I'm on the mat a little bit more, I, I doubt that I'll lose. Right, uh, the the few people that you have lost to. Uh, if you were on the mat for an additional, let's say, even just three months, mm-hmm. right? If you if you had that implanted into your body, the an additional three months of knowledge probably would have beat him you know right yeah. so it's just like these the little the little things and then like how 
how do you get that? How do you being emotional towards it doesn't really doesn't really do much. Although, you know, you could cry about it and the crying and stuff like that could actually help you sort through the process mm. maybe uh a little faster. And it can be it can sometimes be a productive. You don't have to be uh completely emotionless, but um you know, you think about like uh you know, who like who's more effective uh you know, who's more effective of a of a killer, right? Like someone that goes <laughs> someone someone that go someone that goes into a, a a bank and goes blasting people. Like, can they pick off more people or can like a sniper, you know, someone who's cold and calculated and yeah. does it from a distance or even like serial killers. I know it's like a crazy thing to think about, but like serial killers can kill people for decades. Like the, the, the golden, golden state, state, the golden state killer, right? Because oh he doesn't have, he's not making a scene, mm-hmm. you know, he's like tying people up, taking his time, killing them, leaving, <laughs> torturing them, doing all that shit. <laughs> Right, it's not funny. This isn't like, funny, it's but it's funny. like just the comparisons we're making here. It's it makes it makes sense though. It per, makes perfect sense. But yeah, I, cold I and calculated. Yeah, and seamless cold. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Colder than my nipples. Well, we can talk about this a lot more some other time too. We can get into. Yeah, this, this is more. great. I think uh, I think what's happening is Mark is just getting wiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, wising up. Wise so up. David Deutsch. Yeah, that's a tough one. YouTube and guys, I guess. It's t- it's a tough one. Yeah. Alrighty. All right, we're gonna get ready for uh Dominic D'Agostino, the doctor. Mm-hmm. Keto doc. Yeah. Um Okay. Well then let's do that. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the time. Yeah, we're good to go. Alrighty. Where can people find you? Oh. Encima. Oh, Encima Yin Yang on Instagram and YouTube and Encima Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. Andrew. Uh, at I am Andrew Z. Uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project. And thank you guys for all the ratings and reviews you guys have been leaving. Uh, it's been really cool to like reach out or not reach out, but have the uh, the people that wrote the review reach out on Instagram and say thank you for reading your name on air. That's been freaking awesome. Uh, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Perfect Keto. Um, you guys know we love the MC2 oil powders, the electrolytes that I have literally right here, oh. uh, and all of the Perfect Keto bars. Head over to perfectketo.com slash power project at checkout enter promo code power project 10 for ten dollars off any order of 40 or more and then if you reach 100 use promo code power project bundle mark smelly bell where are you at special shout out to my people over at nike mm. for ripping off the hip circle was waiting if you're gonna say that, that is one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me i saw a slingshot or a hip circle i'm hoping they steal a slingshot too that'd be cool <laughs> uh i saw a, a hip circle uh sitting on my desk that had a nike swoosh on it and I just thought wow. that was pretty damn. Oh, that was pretty damn cool. Someone over there knows something about me or the company or something. Mm. Probably not the owner though. We probably haven't made it that far. We need <laughs> LeBron to know about it. Maybe he does. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. Catch y'all later. What up, Boopcast? Thank you so much for checking out today's episode. Um, we want to thank you again for leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes. Today we want to give a special shout out to MacMan1982. Uh, MacMan says, best fitness podcast with two exclamation points. So you know it's legit. Uh, quote, I'm a huge fan and love all the guests. I never miss an episode. 
Thanks for all that you do and keep up the good work. Uh, Mac man, thank you so much for that review. Um, the, you know, 30 seconds to 90 seconds it took you to write that, that, uh, that review. Um, that helps us out so freaking much. So thank you so much for doing that. If you listening right now, if you want to hear your name and your review read on air, please head over to iTunes right now. Drop us a rating, drop us a review, and you could hear your name on air just like Mac man 1982. We'll catch you guys later. Peace.